All right, Beer Dynasty. Week one is done. It's your commish, the red hair, a.k.a. Chris, the dweeb who trades away things that shouldn't be traded away, but I don't give a fuck what you guys think. Um, with me this week, I have Thump Nasty, your reigning champ, who's got his ass raped by Joe, who's not here today. Joe got married, so he's off honeymooning, doing honeymooning things. We all know what you're doing. You better make some babies. All right. That's so weird because he completely sexually assaulted me before he went on this honeymoon. So. Are, are you going to have his children now? I'm going to have his chud babies. I mean, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> this is getting gross early. I love it. <laughs> okay. It is literally 9-16, uh, Wednesday at 6.55, and we just put up the post of uh, Game of the Week, and it's no surprise, you and Astro got a bet this week, and you guys are most likely, by the end of this podcast, we will have a decision that you are the Game of the Week. How does that make you feel? Um, it, it's nice to be back-to-back, but I just hope it doesn't turn out like when I was Game of the Week last week and then I'm getting fucking scraped by a chode. <laughs> now, uh, actually, since you are not the boss of my vote, which I put on the uh, Sleeper app, I went with Brad in um, uh, C-Mac. I think that's going to be a really close game. So I go for you because Brad is such a nice guy. Aww. Speaking of which, speaking of being such a nice guy, he had us over at his house where we uh, had our nice little three TV setup and like 28 fucking dudes showed up. I uh, just want to thank Brad again for inviting us. That was really awesome. And I was completely unaware of the uh, Austin Powers level of chest hair that that man possesses. He does. And it was a uh, like eight o'clock in the morning when we came in with beers and, and nacho gear and he was still hung over from the wedding the night before at Joe. Oh yeah. And uh, I think you could have fucked him right then and there. I, I was at 98%. Not gonna lie. <laughs> All I needed was like, just like a look a nod, a wink, something. And he was going to get it. He wasn't going to get much, but he was going to get it. He's such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. Okay, so um, we aren't going to really do any news. We're going to kind of sprinkle the news in with our reactions of this week. Um, also, we're not here to really help you. We're kind of just here to entertain you. So Yeah, fuck you. You're grownups. Do it yourself. <laughs> we, uh, we have some reactions this week, and I'm just going to kind of ramble it on. You tell me what happened, all right? So in week one, you – we'll start with you. We'll start with what happened with you. How do you feel? Well, it would have been nice if my entire team realized that they were playing um, because clearly that didn't happen. Uh, When your best player just doesn't show up, and yes, I'm talking about you, Greg Zerline, I just got nothing. Now, uh, the Michael Thomas thing, which was – we kind of went over this but with with Saquon Barkley, but Michael Thomas clearly was a kick in the balls of the week. I mean, just – Got them both with one one shot. Just unbelievable. Nobody saw that coming. There's no way. And then he gets fucking injured at the end of the game when they've already won by fucking Alvin Kamara, who I hope tears his ACL. Piece of shit. Uh, I get Nick Chubb. The, they start getting blown out. He doesn't show up. Allen Robinson doesn't get me double digits. Zach Ertz starts out hot and ends up not double digits. So it was just one of those days where it's just like everything that could have went against me did, and yet I still scored almost 130 and would have beat almost everybody else except the guy I was playing. So what are you going to do? Joe just has my number in the regular season. I mean, Calvin Ridley, fucking Kyler Murray against the Niners. I don't think anybody saw that. I mean, I knew Zeke was going to go off because that's what he does. But Well, didn't you trade away Zeke? uh, I don't want to talk about him. I'm here to talk (laughs) about the past. I'm like Mark McGuire. (laughs) You traded away Zeke and then you got raped by Zeke. Well, well, here's the problem. I mean, I called it. I knew it was going to happen, but – uh fucking joe sells me lemons 
and then proceeds to just fucking dry rate me. He doesn't even give me a courtesy spit. No part of the Astro or Tyler Lube. I mean, he didn't even care. He wasn't concerned about my feelings whatsoever, which is just, it's mean is what it is. I hope, you pre- I hope everyone appreciates the uh, sponsorship you just dropped. Um, <laughs> let's go on to the next one. Let's go into the, uh, let's go to Tyler and Woot Nation. That was kind of close. Um, I thought Tyler was going to win. I think we all did. And even going into Monday night with Saquon, we're like, oh, he's got this. I mean, when Parker got hurt, it was like, well, he's, he's still got Gurley, and that game sort of got away from him. Um, I mean, he had Devontae Adams. Jesus Christ. Uh, <clears throat> my prediction of him outside the top five is not looking good. Uh, but then he gets the, the double whammer of fucking Barkley and Connor just not doing anything on Monday night. So he had to watch it. <clears throat> in that same game, watch both his running backs just not do shit. That sucks because going into it, it was like, oh, he's got this, no problem. But if he had got to his projections, he'd have won easily. So Yeah, when Durant Adams went happens. off, I was just like, oh, my gosh. He was going to freaking just destroy him. I thought that Tyler was going to be like the lead scorer in the league, and I thought that he was going to be great. I yeah. really thought, and then Barkley and Connor, I was like, there's no way they're both going to shit the bed. If one of them did, I wasn't going to be surprised. But they both shit the bed on him, grabbed his nuts, and ripped him off, and he lost. <laughs> Welcome to fantasy, my friend. Welcome to fantasy. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave off Rodney Johnson because that was like the highlight of the game. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to Dalvin and C-Mac. That was kind of close, too. It was. I was, uh, I was a little surprised. I thought Dak was going to have a better game. Um going into it, but uh, Le'Veon Bell getting hurt or whatever the hell happened with his fucking hamstring. But, but he was doing good, but uh, Cam Akers just not being the guy over there yet, that didn't help. The Niners defense just giving up ass to Kyler. I mean, you, they projected at, what, 11 points? That certainly would have changed a lot of things. Um, even Edelman over there with Cam Newton running the ball the whole time, but Austin Hooper's got to be just a huge disappointment over there. I mean, geez. They just spend all that money, and they just don't even – in a game where they're losing by 30 fucking points, they're just not even targeting him. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah. And then we have my game. Uh, I, I I mean, I, I kind of felt like I knew I was going to win. You know, I mean, it wasn't even like it was close or anything. Brad was acting like it was close, and he was talking really, about. He really was. <laughs> but <laughs> the uh, whole time, every time anybody did anything on his team, yeah, suck it, Chris. And it's like, dude, yeah. you're still losing by twenty. <laughs> like, calm Way down. Way to go, Juju. <laughs> and then I still had. I mean, AJ Brown was a little bit disappointing, but it's first week, so you really can't go off of that. But I, I had three players to your one player, unless he was gonna fucking do more than Devontae Adams, which I don't think was likely. I wasn't that worried about it. That, that whole Pittsburgh Steelers team looked very rusty. Um, again, we're trying to be quick. Let's go into uh, Rodney Johnson. Who did he go against? Uh, what's that fucking uh, – oh, he changed his name for the fucking ninth time. That's why. You can't fucking change his name, fucking Astro. Space dog. Jesus Christ. <laughs> dude, pick a fucking name. Have an identity. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many times you change your name. I'm still going to make you my bitch this week. <laughs> all right going into the next thing um yeah so like i said we're trying not to we're trying not to uh really try to spread the news out throughout there but there were some major injuries that kind of laid into what happened on the waiver wire and kind of explain why tyler lost tyler you lost because james connor and got hurt you thumps lost because it looks like you got a nagging ankle injury with michael thomas <sighs> the dreaded high ankle sprain christ 
And then Bell got hurt. He got put on our, I don't know how relevant he was. Uh, Mac, he's out. And that's going to go into one of our biggest waivers things where someone spent a whopping $71 for a guy. And I don't know. I think it's appropriate. What the fuck? $71, dude. $71. Um, let's see. Waiver's wait, wait, clear about, what, 1 o'clock in the morning? Uh, see, I woke up about 2.30 this morning. <laughs> Looked because I was expecting to see that I got him. So I put in a bid for, what, 31 I was like, oh, that's kind of high. But, yeah, oh, I can use a flex guy. And I looked and I went, what the fuck? $71? <laughs> I thought Brad had somehow got a hold of some more fab and just overbid on somebody. But it wasn't Brad. It wasn't Brad at all. It was Brav who uh, defended him by saying he's going to split time with Jonathan Taylor, their uh, prized rookie second-round pick that is uh, going to be the every down back or at least the first two downs. Uh, and he showed he can catch. He had six catches last week anyway. So I think you overpaid, but live your best life, fella. You know what? And I mean, like he said he did it because there's a lack of trading in this. Um, not to say at the same time I was working on this trade before because Sneal started going off, but I did do a trade and that trade also deserves a. What the fuck? Now, as you are my boy, you're also my enemy. Tell me, why did you think that was such a bad, bad trade? And then I'll give you, I'll try to validate myself and kind of circle around back to B-Rob and what he said about our league not being able to do trades. Why okay, was well, look, I get the, uh, the, the hope or the likability of Hawkinson. He's got Stafford back. He's got opportunity over there. Um, I just thought you gave up too much. Jarvis Landry, who's a PPR machine when healthy, of course, now he's got a hit problem. Uh, I mean, Snell's going to give up the job when, when Connor comes back, or best case scenario, they're going to split. I guess if he wants to start him for now, that's fine. Uh, but the first rounder, I was like, ooh, I'm not giving up a first rounder for anything short of a sure thing. That's just, I don't care what year it is. A first rounder is a first rounder because in a dynasty, there's only really 10 guys that are really that you'd want anyway. So I don't know. I, I thought it was too much and I immediately voted yes because I love when your team gets weaker. So keep doing shit like that. Yeah. Well, and I know that, I don't know if it was you or Joe or someone else. Someone said that was a panic trade. Oh, that was um, me. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it could be considered a panic trade because George Kittle's not practicing all week and he does like make up like 30% of my points. <laughs> so I kind of need to make sure I have a good tight end, but in the long term, twenty. If it was, I swear, I thought he made a mistake when he did twenty twenty three. But then I know he's done previous trades about it. Um, he's playing the long, long game, and I respect that. But if I end up going into a rebuild, that's when I'm going to need the first round picks. I'll probably try to trade some more and stuff like that. Now watch, everyone's going to just be like, never giving Chris a first rounder ever. <laughs> but well, it's actually it's a smart play. I mean. If you, you bank first-round picks in the future, you can trade those for guys this year. 
Exactly. People think people think, oh, 2023, that's two years away. I, I'll get rid of that. Yeah, Tyler's, Tyler's doing a really smart game. And I definitely think I did do a Bill O'Brien move, but I'm playing for this season now, and I don't have that long vision. I want the championship now. I want you guys all on your knees, bowing to me and calling me the best. So yeah, hopefully Short-sightedness has never come back to bite anybody in the ass. <laughs> never. Never not once. You're, you're good. Hey, Keep going. But let's bring this full circle. Rob says that's really hard to do trades here. Um, again, I'm just going to use this as a platform to say, like, you want a guy, you believe in a guy, you approach someone with a trade, do not fucking undersell. They, you, the person that didn't get, didn't ask for the trade, and you're going to the person that has the power. He's, yeah, gonna he's talking to you, Astro. <laughs> I'm not talking to anyone particularly, Astro. Astro. He's definitely but... talking to Astro. Astro. <laughs> but fucking waste of timer. God no. damn it. Uh, he. I definitely think that when you approach someone. And you're like, hey, you want to do this trade? And you guys weren't like talking or weren't negotiating or anything like that. You just come out of nowhere and you're like, hey, you want to do this trade? You're asking a dude to disrupt a team that he's okay with. Right, you know, exactly. Like, exactly. Like, in order to dis- continue to disrupt that. And we're talking, we're again in the beginning of the season. I mentioned it before and I got the little smart emoji saying that. I was smart saying it. In the end of the year, maybe you'll be able to do that. But in the beginning of the year right now, everyone's kind of content waiting to see what happens. There's a lot of unsurety. I really think that Sneal is going to end up going split carries. And I gave it to Tyler. I think Tyler was the only person I could have traded and got a, a, a really a young tight end that has lots of promise. I don't think I could have traded Sneal to anyone else because he has two of the other running backs and he's going to possibly be a three-headed monster. He can deal with that headache. I'm good. I'm moving on. I got wide receiver. I mean, I got running back death. I'm depth. I'm not. I'm not that worried about it. But I do hope that Tyler gets some benefit out of it because then I want a good trade. You know, I don't want to rape people. I don't need another. I don't need no crime against me or anything like that. I just need to make sure that uh, we all have fun in this league. Um, right. Is there anything? Oh, there was one other deal that happened. That fifteen dollar a you can deal. Oh uh, my god. I. I I don't understand that one. Ayukin's hurt, right? Yeah, as far as I know, he's still hurt. So if you're trading for a guy because your other guys are hurt, why then trade for a a guy that's hurt? Okay, but what is San Francisco known for right now? Sucking. Well, running the ball, right? Oh, theoretically, yes. And then, like, Debo Samuel's on his way back too, right? He's on IR there, fella. He's got, well, I mean, like three, four weeks. He almost started week one, but then they put him on IR again. So it's like, I mean, he's he's going to be back midseason. Oh, he'll right? be back at some point this year. I mean, you have to assume he's got the, was it the list rank? Yeah. So, I mean, they're hoping he's back by the end of the year. And Debo Samuel, Samuel, when he's back, he's like he's like the second target because Kittle's first, right? Absolutely. After the run fails. Right. I, so I feel- <laughs> you, you traded for the fourth option as a rookie with a <laughs> shitty quarterback and a run first team. And, and it's fab. He only lost fab. But also, I mean, at the end of the year, when the dude that traded away 71, I feel like we could have just trade raped him because <laughs> he has no fab. He kind of just, just bailed him out. And <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but Brad's been trying to trade me IU since the moment he fucking drafted him. So good on you, mate, for getting rid of that guy because you've been trying. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know what to say about that one. Uh, Astro, defend yourself, all right? We love to hear you in the chat. We do love your involvement in this league, but you're a fucking dweeb. I'm kidding. I love you. Um, moving <laughs> on, let's get into the uh, – so we had the sledgehammer of the week. Who was that? I would say Savante Adams. It could really – the only other person I had up there was uh, Josh Jacobs, but Adams came in and just 
destroyed Minnesota's soul. It was, I mean, every 12 seconds you're looking up and there's another fucking highlight. You're like, God damn it again. I mean, 14, 156, and two. That's the stuff of wet dreams right there. Do you know out of me, you, and Joe, who had Adams ranked as number one wide receiver? Um, I'm assuming from your tone that it was you. Yes, because I'm a genius. It was one (laughs) fucking game against a shitty Minnesota secondary. Let's settle down. I don't know. I'm pretty on a right. I'm pretty on a good on good uh, start right now. So I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. Up well, you know who's off to a bad start? <laughs> His rankings is this guy because I had Hopkins number five and he went 14 for 150, and was inches short from a touchdown on that. So yeah, I'm not looking too good on that one. Yeah, I I, I definitely do regret putting Hopkins as low as he is. Um, he he learned that offense really quickly. Um, kick of the yeah. balls you already mentioned was Michael Thomas. <sighs> Had to be, yeah, and that he's probably going to be kick the balls of the season if he keeps having that nagging Achilles. He, I, I mean, I hope he finds himself in the like twenty rounds, <laughs> like twenty rounds. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> that it's four or five weeks at the most, and he can come back and, and help me for my playoff push because that high ankle sprain is ah, such a fucking pain in the ass for fantasy owners. I mean, it's got to be terrible for the guy that has it, but. Do I play him? Is he healthy? Is he good? Oh, he's out there. Do I start him? Do I wait and see? I mean, it's Michael Thomas. So it's like, this is going to suck all year. It's it's already sucking right now. It's fucking week two. Aren't you the champion, though? Aren't you glad to be the champion right now? Well, so here's the thing. Because I did trade Zeke for Chubb and Elliott, and I didn't trade Lockett, I have depth there. So luckily, I still have guys that are obviously not Michael Thomas, but comparable i mean close enough um you know low end too so i'll be okay if i can get average to above average games while he's out i'll be fine all right well now let's start talking about ourselves and let's go to the the reason why people are listening to this after we can talk about their teams um give us this first week one preview and talk about me and dalvin the chipmunks um i the dog ate my homework bro i don't have it no i'm fine um okay so you have the average white cox and dalvin and the chipmunks so we can look at pr- probability percentage but i don't believe in that because i had 80 percent last week and look at the fuck happened oh wait so we're wait, not gonna get wait, over that. wait stop news updates just a few seconds oh. ago dalvin the chipmunks is out they have gotten rid of their team and they have joined themselves as the wops w-a-p-s the wops well no not just the wops they're just wops w-a-p-s Wet ass pussy. I don't know what the S stands for. Sucker. <laughs> pussy sucker. Wop <laughs> sucker. So yeah. So is, it's is, is that a thing? Did that just happen? Am I? Yes. Am I oh fuck! It just updated. <laughs> oh okay. I need that uh, news break. Right. Okay. Well, that just fucked off my rhythm. But um, you have the highest probability, which doesn't really mean much. So I can I'll go over the uh, matchup real quick. Uh, Matt Ryan at Dallas. Yeah, they shut down Jared Goff, but I doubt they're shutting down that Atlanta passing attack. They just, what, he had 450 last week? I mean, yeah, they got their asses kicked, but, I mean, clearly he's, he's in sync with his receivers. He's, you, you got Julio with him, who's listed as questionable. I don't know why, but. It's just a veteran questionable. I think he has, like, a tight hamstring is what I've been hearing. I know you kept talking about his glutes, but I think we're talking about two different things. Oh, he's um, a handsome man. I love Julio. All right. <laughs> I didn't realize you were a coal burner, but okay. Uh, now, the matchup that bothers me, you actually have two. Uh, and I'm not even talking about 
Kittle if he's playing. Um, you got Eckler going against Kansas City. Uh, Tyrod Taylor did not seem interested whatsoever into throwing him the ball, which is where he gets all of his fucking points. So little concerning. And then you got David Johnson going against uh, Baltimore. Yeah, he's going to get a little PPR. I don't think he's going to get his projection of 15. Uh, Baltimore just shut down two really good running backs last week. They're going to have to throw a lot. And I'm honestly, for my team, considering starting Fuller in that game, but I don't know. Uh, Chris Carson against New England. It's going to be tough. But the rest of your team looks good. Um, on the other side... Aaron Rodgers should light up Detroit because they still, even though they keep drafting first-round cornerbacks, they can't seem to cover anybody. Uh, Dalvin Cook against Indy, I think he goes off. And then you got the immortal one, Frank Gore, going against San Francisco. Probably not. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Probably not. Just I I don't see it. Uh, The Robbie Anderson is his flex. Okay, was that? Was that in sync with Teddy Bridgewater, or was it um, playing uh, against a rookie in his first NFL game with no preseason and barely any training camp that has a broken hand? I don't think Tampa's got that much inexperience over there. I don't think they're great, but I don't see Anderson doing that every week. I think it's a reactionary play. Um, Yeah, baby hands Jack Doyle. Never been a fan of his. Mike Williams looks like he's the number one over there. Keenan Allen uh, is apparently still lost, and there's a $500 reward. He's, yeah, he's on a melt cartons right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dalvin's Dalvin, and feeling went ham last week, and they get, looks like they got a good thing going over there. So, but I, I'm going to have to give the uh, average white cocks the wins over the wet-ass pussy sucker. Yeah, so I, this is one thing that we didn't talk about, but as you were talking, I was like, I want to ask you, uh, and you can ask me when I give my breakdowns, what do you think is the X factor for the underdog to win? Um, probably injury. So you or, think that in order for him to win, it's not someone blowing up or over surpassing something. You think that in order for him to win, I have to take a major injury. Injury or just the game gets out of hand in, in the – and not not in your favor, you know what I mean? Like like the Nick Chubb thing, where it's like they he only had ten rushes because they were losing immediately, and you can't run when you're down twenty one points in the second quarter. So it just doesn't make sense. Um, th- things like that, where if you don't have a guy that's going to catch all the, all those passes, like even a Dalvin Cook, if Indianapolis gets to a a, a big lead, they're going to be looking to um, throw more. He might get a few catches, but he's not going to blow up like he normally would. That would put Thielen up higher. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Like if your guy tweaks an ankle and he's just ineffective, he just doesn't give you what you, you're, you're projected to get or what you're expecting to get. That's really the only way. I mean, all things being equal and I even get average days out of my guys, I smashed Joe's ass. Um, as it stands, he beat me because his guys blew up and mine just didn't. So that's really the recipe is, is you put your best lineup ahead and you, you hope it works out in your favor. Sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Well, speaking about Joe, um, he, I, he's about to get his ass smashed by projections. It's 78 by 22 right now. And Tyler, his team looks pretty solid. I like in all the steps. Um, I mean, he has Watson, Berkeley, Gurley, Adams, Lamb. So what I would consider as the X factor for him is whether or not he can step up and against the Atlanta, I guess, is it even call it a defense? I can't even call it a defense. I just like stand in players. 
like practice players like 11 cardboard know. cutouts yeah I mean, put the cardboard cutouts out there maybe they'll trip someone up and actually fumble the ball get the <laughs> somebody get a paper cut yeah and then travis kelsey and then emmanuel sanders uh i would say he's like the second one if he can get if i really feel like if lamb and sanders can really just show up i think this is 100 percent going to be a win because i think joe is leading uh, his team, he has his solid people. Murray, he's going to be good against Washington, but he may get pulled out early. And then Elliott, he's going to get his money against Atlanta. He'll probably get like 300 yards. Uh, Ingram, uh, we don't know. I don't know what happened there, so that's a mystery. Cooper, yeah. we don't know about his injury, if it's still lagging or anything like that. That's a mystery. That's why I feel like Lamb can really step up. Ridley, I think, is still going to get action because that's all Atlanta can do is just throw the ball to keep up. And then the three, two more mysteries. You got Goddard, who I know was like, I think it was tight end of the week or something like that. And yeah, but again, I don't know if that's going to be consistent. I know that Ertz is trying to prove himself. I know they're doing that. People are going to game plan against Goddard now because he got it. And I don't know. I, it's just a mystery and I'm glad I don't have him. And I have Hawkerson. <laughs> just yeah. What happened to, I love no offense. No, he's on the <laughs> fucking bench. Dork. And then we have Gibson, and that's just Washington. I think Washington's defense is stepping up, and if it is stepping up, I believe strong defense, strong running back, because lots of opportunities just keeping the ball management. I, True, I think but Peyton Barber think, scored twice last week. I think that Gibson, Goddard, and Cooper really – and Ingram. I, I feel like there's those four people are like have to do something to make this match competitive, and they, mm-hmm. can't, they can't tank the ball because there's so much action on the other side. I think Roger's going to go on a tant this year, and Adams is very, very scary. Let's move on to the next one, keeping the flow going. We got C-Max lineup versus Rugs and Tugs. Do you think Rugs and Tugs is going to be eating the mattress again? <laughs> well, this was my game of the week because I'm a grown-ass man. I vote for what I want to vote for. Um. Well, now he's not C-Mac Daddy's. Now he's Naheem the $71 Dream. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I just updated. Changing your names, people. Yeah, quit doing it during the podcast, you fucktards. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was my game of the week. And I guess you can't really call it an upset because it's 50-50, as it looks like. I'm calling for uh, uh, Captain Bradford to get into the win column on this one. And here is why. Uh, Josh Allen going against Miami. Look what Cam just did to them. And Josh Allen's like, what, 45 years younger and runs a lot. I think he's going to fucking just run all over them, get a touchdown or two on the ground. They're going to smoke Miami. Miami's still fucking Miami. Uh, He's got Hopkins. Clearly the learning curve is not a problem over there. Uh, I also like Hollywood Brown at Houston. Um, it looks like all the off-season work that they did uh, with Lamar Jackson has worked out. They look like they're in sync, good to go. He's healthy. He's fast as all can be. My biggest question mark for him would be running backs. But Kareem Hunt is going against Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is still Cincinnati. And Devin Singletary. Uh, I don't like to have the quarterback running back stack especially with a Russian quarterback. That's really his biggest question mark for me. And then you got Darren Waller. Now, I had him ranked lower in the year just because I didn't think the opportunities were going to be there. But look what he did last week. He had six catches. And I really think with a, with a defense like New Orleans, with a pass rush the way that they have, and um, even the cornerbacks that they have, he's going to be looked at a lot this week. And then we've got good old Juju Smith-Schuster, who uh, looks like he woke back up, took, a, took his uh, 2019 off, 
Oh, good for him. Back, back around Europe, wherever the fuck he did. Looked like he's back. Him and Ben got that connection, and um, the Rams, well, let's just call it Aaron Donald, is going to destroy Philly. Uh, they're going to get a lot of, a lot of pressure on him, probably a couple turnovers. Uh, eventually, they're going to start throwing it. Maybe Ramsey gets a pick or two. It's going to get ugly. Now, as far as uh, – keep, keep wanting to call him C-Mac. Uh, as far as Brob goes, uh, <laughs> Dak going to eat. He going against Atlanta, and Atlanta is not interested in stopping anybody. They just flat out don't seem to care. Uh, the Raiders did a pretty decent job of bottling up McCaffrey, even though he did score two touchdowns and almost got 100. It wasn't the game we all thought he was going to have. So he'll be back. He's fine. Now he minds. We already went over that. Uh, yeah, he'll get some catches. Minnesota's defense is better than Jacksonville's. And that's not really a compliment, but uh, the Cooper Cup thing, they're going against Philly. Philly's got one cornerback, and they have to choose between Cup and, and Robert Woods. So it's really a coin toss to see who's going to get the, the action this week. Um, but – I'd say I think the Rams are going to trounce them, so they may not even throw that much, to be honest with you. They may end up being a running game. DJ Moore, everybody in Carolina over there got the same amount of targets. He just didn't seem to do anything with his. Um, him, Samuel, and even Robbie Anderson. So we'll see what happens with there. He's got too much talent to not be the guy, but if Robbie Anderson has the uh, magic with, with Teddy, then it's just the way it goes. Chark, I was very disappointed in Chark last week. I couldn't believe what was going on there. You got – Gardner throwing 19 out of 20, and he only throws three passes to Chark. I don't know what that was. They had a connection last year, so hopefully that doesn't continue. We'll see what happens with that. The Patriots are not going to score as many points as they did last week because they're not playing Miami. They're going against uh, unlimited Russell Wilson. <laughs> He's going to put up some points on them. That's for damn sure. And you got Evan Ingram. Ah, he starts his he starts the game the same way he starts his career with a, just an ugly ass drop. Going against Chicago, I don't know. I'm still not really sold on him. He, he's the perpetual cock tease where he'll blow up and you're like, oh, he's back. He's going to finally put it together. And then he disappears. So I'm calling for the upset. Rugs and tug over at Naheem, the $71. I overpaid completely. Dream. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I appreciate Brav again. I really love his activity in the league. And I, I think just want to touch up on a few things. Evan Ingram, he looked very athletic, even though he didn't get much opportunity. I feel like that game was just, I don't know, it was just sloppy for both teams. So I'm not, I'm not going anything off of that. Like I said, it's just a mystery. But here's the thing that also happens. I think there's been reports of Miles uh, San, um, Sanders taking a full rep. So he's actually taking full reps in practice. And I most likely Brad will be switching him into the rotation and i think that will end up being the x factor but we also oh, mentioned juju and did you know something about juju he's the uh <laughs> joe's big cock of the week and uh he thinks that juju is gonna go off so i mean i mean if joe really wanted to point out in the time that he has to point out that juju is gonna go off and you have to kind of look at it he looks like he's back he went backpacking like you said and um, Rob, I think you have lots of actions, and I think it really does matter about if Evan Ingrams and Hines really are the, what they need and the coin flip of Cooper Cup. Um, moving into the next one, we are going to you, Mr. Thumbs. You oh. are uh, – you, you are this is, a, this is like game of the week. It's already been voted on, everything like that. Your game of the week because of the waterbed uh, My Little Princess uh, shenanigans that you and Astro did on this podcast <laughs> a, f- a couple weeks ago. Um, 
fucking Astro is fucking up with the podcast because he has three empty spots. He's like, he's playing mind games. He's playing with that. Fucking Astro is an empty spot. (laughs) Oh my God. He is, uh, he is, doesn't want you to know who he's going to start because somehow if you know how to start, somehow if you knew who he's going to start, you were going to game plan against him. Unless he's starting Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and fucking Steve Largent, it's not going to make much of a difference. (laughs) Um, So you have, like, you have uh, Lamar Jackson, don't need to talk about him. He's going to ball. And here's, here's something you don't even know about this. Joe doesn't know about this, but I have a confession. If I could be playing some quiet sympathy music and apologetic, uh, I, re- I rewatch every game. I watch the highlights. I wa- try to watch some of the schemes. I try to watch some of the play art of what people did. Lamar Jackson is a pocket plas- passer. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I was sitting down for that. Yeah, I, I've been on him for a while. It took me a long time to get over Watson, but he was showing some great ice cue. He has some swag to his run that I'm starting to appreciate. And he has some darts being thrown that are hell accurate. And mm-hmm. the, the, mon- the amount of processing power that if he's having to make decisions of running and throwing and being that accurate has gotten better this year off of one game yet maybe it's off of one game maybe i can change my opinion about it but he's fucking looking really good and it's annoying that i had to watch that because i last week he played cleveland i was trying to figure out what's happening with landry and baker mayfield sucks trash so when you see baker mayfield throwing and trying to run and then you see lamar jackson it is literally looking at like shit and then god it is just <laughs> stupid it, two different it, species <laughs> right now, like Oh my God! So, uh, I know in our little circle, if not any people didn't know, I was not big on Lamar Jackson. Kind of hated him. Um, people just, people and Madden just run with him all the time, and so I get annoyed with him. But above all, he's super even more annoying now because I'm having to admit he looks like a good fucking passer. Oh, I love this. <laughs> uh, you also got Josh Jacobs, who could have been the sledgehammer of the week, but you know what's interesting, too? I didn't mention the sledgehammer of the week. Uh, we're both on losing teams, so maybe right now it's a trend to not have the sledgehammer of the week because you don't have that AWC that's just going to get you floating by. Um, uh, I'm going to have to <laughs> throw a correction at you. The Packers rolled. <laughs> yeah. You are No, no, no. I'm talking about you and Tyler lost. Oh, gotcha, you gotcha, both gotcha. had. I the, you were talking both, about Adams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Both had the biggest odds and then ended up losing anyway. So yeah, and you odds mean nothing, had, like, people. <laughs> projections are shit. I'm telling you, they mean. And nothing. then Nick Chubb, I think, just because of Cincinnati, you, you're going to get a little bit of cock tease and have some hope in your heart. But again, that's a big mystery with the Hunt signing the contract still. Uh, Lockett and Mr. Unlimited look great. I loved watching eight them. Four eight. Love watching them just stomp on my my team and my heart as I cried. Uh, DK Metcalf was even like it feels like everyone has a role. Lockett's just getting all these dink 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 dinks, and then Metcalf just finally when they try to double Lockett, just like hey, I'm open and gets I don't know, it. man. He, he eight targets, eight catches, ninety two yards. The only difference is Metcalf got that touchdown. Yeah. Like I said, I think it could go both ways. I think they're uh, exactly. equal in opportunity. Allen Robinson, he has drama right now. I would be a little bit worried with him if I had him. Uh, Ertz is a mystery. and then Mostert, True, but he's Mostert, going against the Giants. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Mostert is uh, – Mostert's, uh, I don't know. if it Was it a one-game fluke that showed that he was relevant? We'll have to wait and see. It's against the Jets, so probably he'll probably look good this week and probably, I think, will beat his projections. Uh, no reason to talk about Zerline, but the Bills going against Miami, I think they'll beat their projection too. Now, fucking, yeah. fucking Astro, I hate you. 
I hope you never do this again where I have to look at your lineup and try to be like, well, he has three empty wide receiver spots and that's why he's only projected win at 2%. Fuck you. I don't know who you're really going to be starting, but you do have my <laughs> big cock of the week, and that's Aaron Jones. I think that uh, – Detroit has no corners. I, they are injured. Trufant, who was once on the Falcons, got hurt, injured. So I was watching him, and I was disappointingly happy that he got hurt. Because Sorry, the real person got hurt in real life, but you got fucking traded. Goodbye. You don't want to be on the Falcons anymore, and we definitely need you, but you got hurt. Um, but Aaron Jones, I think it's just going to just – I think they're just going to score their two points. No, they can't score against this Green Bay defense. I think it's up and coming. And I think that Aaron Jones is just going to eat – you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, oh, I'm going to take a week off practically after they scored like three touchdowns in a row. Um, if I really look at your bench, you're going to start. I think if you would have started Slayton last week, you, you would have made Brad cry. I mean, you would have made Rodney Johnson cry, but you didn't because you made a mistake and that happens. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm just thinking like, I don't know. I think if you go, I don't, I'm not going to tell you your lineup, man. I cannot, I cannot judge your team correctly without uh, giving you like an edge of who would I would start or who I would talk about. But I definitely think Slayton's the only one I'm safe to talk about because you didn't start him last week and you regretted it. Um, but yeah, and other than that, I don't know who you're starting. So I think you're going to lose right now, even though you have my possibly uh, big cock of the week on your team. I don't know what you're starting. Don't do this ever again if you want me to talk about your team, but you're killing our content, man. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of funny. I didn't realize when you told me you had Aaron Jones, I didn't realize that he had my big cock of the week as well. That's, oh, uh, shit. I, right? Uh, I have Alvin Kamara as my big cock of the week. Uh, with Michael Thomas going down, them going up against the vaunted defense of the Raiders. I think the target share ends up going more to him, more to Sanders, uh, more to Jared Cook. I think Kamara's beats his projection easy. I think he's he'll probably put up like a 25, 30 spot on us. No problem. Honestly, the score might get so bad that they just take him out of the game, which is really all I can hope for. Um, the rest of his team, I wish I was wearing um, taller boots because it's just a hot fucking mess. And Yeah, trying to figure out, I mean – is he starting Slayton against Chicago's? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't is he know. starting Ayuk? I mean, we, who the fuck is he starting? He should I start Ayuk. He paid 15 bucks for him. Might as well, right? <laughs> I mean, is Corton Sutton still out? Doesn't matter because if he is, he's going against Pittsburgh. Uh, Anthony Miller against the Giants, I guess. Is Kenny Galladay coming back? Uh, even if he does, he's looking at a whole lot of Jair Alexander coming off an injury. I mean – I just don't see it, fella. I mean, I'm really rooting for you. Okay, I'm like, I'm not rooting for you in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, what's it, what's going to happen if he loses? What is he going to have to do? He's going to have to. When I smash his beans, as is expected, um, he has to come on the podcast. I will ask him one question, uh, two questions, as a matter of fact. I will say, uh, who am I? And he will have to respond. Uh, I'm daddy. And I'll say, and who are you? And he will say, Daddy's little princess. Damn. My that job. is happening. This is in your future, fella. Now, what, now, 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 it goes the other way. If you lose, he comes on the podcast. Oh, I quit the league. <laughs> Immediately erase sleeper off my phone. Uh, and I go into hiding. 
<laughs> because I mean, it is fantasy football. You are That's one of the right. most uh, most unluckiest men I know in life, and right? it's very plausible that Garden Minshew can put up a thirty burger while Alvin Kamara puts up a forty burger, and you just lose off of those two guys. <laughs> don't say things. Don't put that out in the universe, man. Honestly. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're gonna I mean, have... I like my matchup, so I'm I'm confident. But I was confident last week, so. <laughs> So uh, let's go into the last one. We have uh, He-Man and Wu-Tarnation. They didn't change their names yet. Right? I was going to ask you if we can do name changes in the last 12 seconds. Okay. Uh, this one is also 50-50, which was surprising. Uh, let's go over the uh, He-Man women hitters first. Uh, Rodney, or also known as I'm too hungover to come fucking watch football because I'm a bitch. Uh, let's see. He's got the stack with uh, Mahomes and Hill. It didn't quite go off last week, uh, even though they still ended up with a touchdown together. So double dipped on that. That's good. Joe Mixon against Cleveland. What is Cleveland? We'll see. Uh, he certainly didn't show up last week, so he can maybe redeem himself on a short week. Maybe they were resting him for the Thursday night game. I don't know. Uh, Derrick Henry should go off against Jacksonville. Uh I don't buy into Jacksonville even a little bit, and Henry's just going to, what say, hit stick mania? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that. Uh, now, as far as DK Metcalf, I don't think he has the week that he had last week because he's about to get Gilmore. He's looking at a whole lot of defensive player of the year. That is why I'm starting uh, Tyler Lockett in my team because he's going to race somebody. Jared Cook should still get more targets against the Raiders. Uh, ball's got to go somewhere, and when the guy that caught 149 passes is out, it just opens up everything. Jonathan Taylor, the actual starter for Indianapolis, going against Minnesota in their not-quite-stellar defense. Uh, I think he has a pretty decent game. Uh, Saints are <laughs> going to definitely score some defensive points on the Raiders. There, there's no way they end up with four points. They'll end up with much, much more than that. Maybe a turnover or two, but they're going to smash. Uh, now, moving on to kick the can, Watts in Tarnation. Uh, Stafford's deal, is Galladay still out? Uh, he didn't really turn it on until late. He had that unfortunate drop because he won that game. But uh, it's always tough for him in Green Bay. He never really lights them on fire. He does okay, not great. Uh, Kenyon Drake against Washington, they got a really tough defensive front. Um, if, if they can get some blocking because I don't really love their line. It wasn't like he had a great – game last week i don't think the niners line is anything like it was last year he didn't look great but they won so we'll see what happens uh clyde edwards whew, that boy is the truth my goodness just set the world on fire came in dropped the sledgehammer on the ground so this is my field deal with it robert woods at philly and just like i said earlier who gets the coin flip who, who's getting uh darius slay does he get a cup or is it gonna be woods he had a great game last week one of them's going to go off. We'll just have to wait and see. Mike Evans, is he healthy? What's going on? He played, but he did not look like Mikey Evans. Uh, Brady actually targeted, had some deep throws that were uh, called off by penalties, so it's not like he won't take the shot. So we'll see what happens. Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews. He's going to ball the hell out. T.Y. Hilton. Mm. I don't know. He, he started getting targets late from, from Phil Rivers, and Minnesota's secondary is fucking god-awful. But until I see it, I just – I can't really. I can't really. I can't really give him a, a vote of confidence. I guess you would say. 
Chiefs defense against Tyrod Taylor. Oof, that's going to be a bloodbath. So I'm calling for uh, Rodney, the He-Man women hitters, to take it over the uh, surprise of the week last week, Watt and Tarnation. Uh, I say Joe ends up with 2-0 and and making that playoff push. See, I actually think that uh, I actually think Wooten Tarnation is actually going to uh, win. I don't think that uh, Ronnie Johnson's luck is going to continue playing out. I think that Clyde Edwards-Aware and Matthew Stafford and uh, who's that other guy right down here and Mark Andrews are going to surpass their projections and uh, smash Rodney Johnson. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you call me a liar. I'm calling you a liar. Actually, I'm trying to bait you into a waterbed. <laughs> I knew you were, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's a 50-50, and I was, that one's the closest one for me. That's why I was just like, eh, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I will not water bed on a team that's, that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I just text the hell out of Rodney Johnson and say, like, drop everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five bucks if you, drop this, if you put this dude on your bench. You would pull some shit like that. So, um, what was your biggest surprise for week one out of everything that you saw, everything like that? Um, if you can, try to make it worded in a way that's advice for other people when they're in the other leagues. Oh, you meant in football. Uh, my actual biggest surprise of the week is uh, Brad's dad is hilarious. Say, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do. Talk be cracking about up. such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. I can see why his progeny is so nice. Um, what, a, what a good dude. But he's funny as shit. No, um, uh, surprise of the week advice i mean i think we were all surprised by hopkins and just how fast the him and kyler are, are not even on the same page they are writing the same fucking book it's just ridiculous i couldn't believe that shit they were trying to double cover him they were trying to put anybody on him didn't matter so Dude, I that, fucking, to me i was just like, every time i saw it i was like god damn he's open again i was i was disappointed that i saw it because it proved i was wrong and but i was just amazed how hopkins was just grabbing everything and then when i play madden hopkins can't grab shit Dude, yeah, what the fuck is that about <laughs> Oh, shit. Fucking Madden. Get your shit together. <laughs> and then um, my, I think I already mentioned my biggest surprise of the week was uh, actually admitting and seeing and watching the Cleveland-Baltimore game and actually giving – I mean, it's I'm just late to the party giving credit to Jackson, but I'm, I'm surprised. is When you are comparing it to the same guy in the same game, you're just like gross. <laughs> well, and, you got to remember, he took over his, his, his rookie year halfway through the year and had yeah. that epic – epically bad game against San Diego in the playoffs. Everyone was like, oh, he ain't shit, he ain't shit. And then last year set the world on fire. So that was his first full year as the man. So now you're looking at year two with the same coach, same offensive coordinator, and an entire offseason of of another bitter disappointment in the playoffs to have that chip on his shoulder. But as hard as he works, I mean, the dude puts on like eight pounds of muscle every year. It's crazy. So, yeah, he's going to – He's going to prove some people wrong, but until he does in the playoffs, none of this matters except to me because I'm the only one that has him. So, man. Joe has a little bit of notes, and his uh, surprise of the week was Who? Malcolm. Joe, you know, he's, he's part of the podcast every now and then. Uh, wasn't he on, like, week one? I don't remember. Uh, so, anyways, uh, he had was Malcolm Brown, and uh, that was surprising, too. It did look like almost you could put the Todd Gurley jersey back there and almost looked the same. He got a lot of work. Um, I am worried what other, all the other fantasy news analysts are saying is that uh, – Brown, Brown, Brown is great and he looks great, but they drafted Acres in the first round. They're going to want to prove that they didn't draft wrong, so they're going to definitely want Second to try round. to use him. Second round, excuse me. They don't. It's still a high draft. They well, they're for their for their first draft pick. Yeah, so they don't yeah. want to. They don't want to 
prove that they're wrong in what they decided to make the first decision on in that draft. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy that whoever's got Brown in all your leagues and whatnot, but I am cautious because, like people are saying, Sean McVay is saying that they, he wants the uh, committee back. He was definitely leaning on what Shanahan does, and uh, it's concerning. That's why I don't have any investments in that backfield. Um, I guess I want to put on another thing I was concerned or worried about, and that's kind of like uh, the Heinz number. That was crazy. But uh, we can talk about a few of his stats. Hines was able to put up some good years. And, yes, I put bid in him to keep him away from anyone else just in case. Um, but he, he only had how many touchdowns in his entire career before this season? Uh, two. No, two. sorry, he had one. He, he has three total for his entire career, two of them last week. Right. And then last year he was only taking, like, I think there's only one game that he took over 70% of snaps and he still only scored two points. And that so, was with Marlon Mack getting hurt last year too, right? Yeah. He was off and on and everything like hmm. that. And I they mean, still had that great offensive line over there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I, if you did not get him, I say this in people that probably in your other leagues, you really did bet on Heinz and you probably maybe didn't get him any of them like me. And you may be a little bit sad about it, but you know what? Above all, remember these stats that kind of do, can they kind of do mean something and i don't hear a lot of footballers talking about i don't hear a lot of fantasy podcasts talking about those kind of stats they're kind of hyping them up a lot saying a little bit but you gotta remember this guy was undrafted for a reason that's true um uh let's see the most disappointment you would say is michael thomas joe says it is uh dj moore I did not – I have to agree. I'm going to co-sign with that and not add any more to this cast. I definitely think that Teddy Bridgewater, G.J. Moore hookup was disappointing because I thought last year uh, Teddy looked really good with the Saints, very accurate, helped Michael Thomas break that record. And this – I I, I don't, maybe it's the line. Maybe it just comes down the line. He did not look accurate. He looked panicky, and it wasn't good. It was odd because the Raiders have zero pass rush, so it wasn't like they were – like making him run around the pocket and get uncomfortable. He had time to set his feet. Uh, wasn't super impressed, but he spread it around. I mean, he had, what, eight targets to three different receivers? That's not bad. Um, but I'm confused why you would pick DJ Moore, who was, what, a fourth, fifth-round pick, over Michael Thomas, who was in the first round of literally every draft. <laughs> and he played 95% well, 98% of that game um, with Drew Brees, who he's been there for the years, and had three catches. And DJ Moore is the, the, the most disappointing to you? Because, well, I mean, I like the storylines and everything. Like, I, I also I hate the Saints, so fuck the Saints. They can all implode and die. Wow. <laughs> uh, the, only one I, the only other two I could even consider would be Saquon and uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, other than that, well, two of those guys are on my team, so lucky fucking me. Well, again, we're coming to the end of this podcast. I, I appreciate you guys who are in this Beard Dynasty League. I appreciate the shit talking. I appreciate you putting up with the shit talk and not letting your feelings get hurt and being a bunch of fucking babies. Uh, we hope that we keep making this better again. Give us suggestions of what you want to hear, uh, what you want to talk about. If you want to get on the show, I think we're going to be having Tyler on the show very soon. Let us know. We definitely will try to get it on. This is for fun. We're trying to make our Dynasty League the best league that you care about. And I think it is the most active league that I'm in. And I don't want to say it's because I'm a good commission. I actually encourage that, but I'll take the credit. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> as the co-co-co-commissioner, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take some of that as well. Yeah, I mean, we're just having fun here. Um, we don't really give advice. You can get advice from 500 other podcasts. This is specific to our league. We're just talking some shit, having some fun. Uh, and when you... 
buy somebody for $71, you're going to fucking hear about it. So deal with it. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, everyone, this is uh, your commissioner logging out. Hope you enjoy and hope you guys all fucking lose this week. Yeah, everybody but me.